podcast. Movie, movie, 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 podcast. Are you getting this? Before you do that, think about the last time we podcasted. Welcome to the Movie, Movie, Podcast, everybody. <laughs> Episode number 50, the big 5-0. Did you guys know that we were getting this far? I didn't know this was 50. Yeah, this is I, 50. I like to kick, stretch, and kick. Oh. <laughs> wow. Open scoop for SNL reference. <laughs> what, wow. are, you, are you saying it's not uh, 1999? It's not. Oh, God. <laughs> Back in 1999 when podcasters were kings. <laughs> I'm your host, Tiggs, and with me, as always, the three very lively voices of Russ, <laughs> Peter... I'm not the staticky one. And Alex. I'm alive! Oh, God. I'm staticky. No, no, you're not staticky right now. You're fine. Uh, this week, it's been a while. Uh, it's been a while. I'm not going to sing that song, but I thought about it. Uh, there goes Russ. But let's start this off this week with, you know, let's, let's do a little Ender's Game. Because that, that came out a little bit a while ago, and I kind of want to get the Russ down on Ender's Game. Sure thing. Ender's Game, directed by Wolverine Guy. <laughs> Young Ender Wigan is recruited by the international <laughs> military to lead the fight against the Formex, a genocidal alien race, which many, which nearly, excuse me, annihilated the human race in a previous invasion. This is not a game. No. Yeah, really some of the strangest marketing I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, it seems it's it's almost like inside marketing for those who you know have read the book or, or have had most of it spoiled for them or whatever. Well, I think I think what they needed to do was distance themselves from the book. Right. Because of the whole uh, Orson's got cards, a terrible person thing. Right, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. And and instead of making it like, um, I don't know, like, oh, everyone's read this, so we don't have to worry about spoilers. You should have just approached it like this is a top secret thing that people aren't supposed to know about. Right. Written by a bigot. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Hmm. Um, I thought they actually handled that spoiler thing pretty well. Yeah. Uh, by, you know, making it, okay, if this isn't going to be kept from the audience, let's at least keep it from the characters Yeah. Uh, and play it that way. So I thought for the most part, uh, I ended up pretty enjoying this uh, a, a pretty good amount. I thought that it was, the you know, for the most great. part, imagine- the, Yeah, the pacing was just really phenomenal. Uh, the, yeah. the movie just fucking ran. It, it was nice. Uh, there were, you know, the performances, they're kids, so... I think Ace of Butterfield's pretty good. Uh, okay, sure. I thought he was good in Hugo. I thought he was uh, a pretty good here. Right. I mean, he's not well, like... Haley Steinfeld was awful. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and even Harrison Ford kind of phoned it in at times. I, you know, he... Oh, well, yeah, talked... he went to the Harrison Ford School of Acting. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that, that's kind of what it is, but, you know. Uh, Russ, did you, you didn't see this, right? Oh, uh, fuck no. Uh, do you, so you have no desire, right? Uh, no desire, because the marketing didn't work on me. Yeah. Uh, I don't know very much about the story, uh, but it looked dumb and boring, and I didn't like any of the trailers, and I hated knowing that looking at the trailer when he's like, now, or whatever, that seems like it's a pretty big part in the movie. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. but so, I guess showing... Why the fuck is it in the trailer? Uh, but that's nothing, that's nothing exclusive to this movie. I know, but it's just like, for for the type of movie it is, like, and especially like once... You guys are like, oh, this is not a game. I'm like, oh, well, that's kind of the movie right there then. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, it, the weird thing is, is that because, you know, we it's supposed to be the future and we have all this technology to do all the CGI, 
that I think because they try to show you so much of the fights at the end, yeah. it did it, it. There was no way in which I was like, "Oh, you have to believe that this is a uh, simulation." Mm-hmm. There was just no. There was like when they were like when it comes out that you know it, it was real. I was just like, "Well, what the fuck did you think that was the world's most expensive video <laughs> game?" Like, man, Call of Duty's really stepping it up this year. I mean, it had like a sense of a solar empire flare to it. I won't lie. Um, no, but I think that overall, uh, you get a pretty, you get a pretty enjoyable, like, family-type sci-fi story, and I think yeah. that, you know, as someone that read it when I was in eighth grade, it hasn't since, uh, it seemed close enough that I could be like, okay, I can kind of pick these things out, and be like, alright, I kind of remember that, that, that seems like that's on par with what I think it would look like. Yeah, yeah the but- only, I would say the only drawback to the pace was, I think what makes the book so interesting is... <clears throat> the sort of toll it takes on Ender through battle school and then when yeah. he's at land school, like all the different things they make him do in the games, in like the light games, and then yeah, they kind of skip over what most he has of that. to do with the simulations later yeah. because the pace was so high, they didn't show you a ton of games. They didn't show you a ton of practice simulations. Yeah. So you didn't really get well, the sort of strain it had on him. Yeah, yeah I mean, they kind of leave the character development for about like three scenes or so. Yeah, for the most part. But those are pretty. Those are three, you know, pretty Pretty, good scenes. Yeah. No, I have to say, like, I, you know, I, I was, I was for the most part with this movie, and I think that they even like when they were showing him playing the game on his like fake iPad thingy. Yeah. Um, like I even have to say, like, I kind of liked the design of the fake video game within the thing. Like, I guess like it had a, it had a good like kind of shitty video game look to it. Right. Uh, and I think like the design of like the 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 battle class things like you know it, it was it was it was seemed pretty good um, yeah yeah it seemed like it was you know like a step above you know mall laser tag like yeah. I, that's that's what I expect um, but I don't know Pete like you you're you're more into this and, and have read more of these yeah. books I mean what did uh, what what did you take away from this do you think that this is worthy of the book do you think that this there is potential for a franchise here. I think it was it was plenty worthy. I think there was a lot of great stuff, but there's no way to franchise it because the next ones are are much harder sci-fi. Um, what if they they switched aliens with vampires? Next question. <laughs> um, wow, you guys, I, I I made some jokes about Orson Scott Card before, but what do you guys think of the 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 sort of um, boycotting that came with it? Uh, I, I mean, I, I understand it, definitely, because that dude said some messed up stuff. And uh, But at the same time, I think that Hollywood boycotting is, is tough sometimes because it's hard to be selective with it. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, chances are, you know, you got to stop going to Roman Polanski movies and all these other people's movies. Sure. Um, yeah. Uh, I think that it's it's something that to actually kind of really do with any sort of impact you have to to go through a lot of people because chances are there's one involved in a movie that's done something messed up but i totally under i mean i under again i understand it uh but i don't necessarily you know i didn't ascribe to it in this case because i was curious to see it i yeah. i you know read this when i was before i was aware of any of that stuff a long time ago sure all right cool yeah. what about you Pete? Uh, I, kind of when you said that, it was like boycotting it's a waste of time and this was even before it came out like Orson Scott Card already got paid what he's going to get paid there was no points on the back end sort of thing like oh if we don't see this movie we won't be supporting his 
sort of hateful charities. Yeah, uh, yeah. Chances are, yeah, that guy's already yeah. got his money. Yeah, yeah, he already got his money. There was, but that was the whole thing. Of like, and then it was like, oh, uh, well, he's not getting any money afterwards. But, but, uh, but still, we should uh, take a stand. I was like, well, that's. I don't really get that at all. Yeah, that's true. All right, you guys want to rate it? Yeah. All right, sure. Uh, Alex, what do you think? Uh, I'm giving this a you know a, a solid three and a half. What? Uh, out of five, I think that this is it's 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 good. It is like really because it looks like shit. Uh, no, and that's it's surprising. It, it actually, I was very pleasantly surprised by this movie. I really expected, especially the Gavin Hood pedigree. I yeah. expected this to be terrible, uh, but I was uh, pleasantly surprised, and I think it's a good good family sci-fi flick. Pete, what do you think? Three and a half. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I'm gonna echo that. Three and a half. Uh, I don't know. That was a good flick. All right, so before we move on to some other things that other people have seen, I think I want to just talk about Bad Grandpa for a second. Russ, could you give me a Russ down? Yeah, uh, Jackass presents Bad Grandpa. Uh, Bad Grandpa. All right. um, 86-year-old Irving Zissman. Wait, Russ, Russ, you started spelunking. Uh, come, Come out of the cave. What? Oh, God. What happened? You, you fell in the well. Yeah. Am I good now? No, you're, yeah. you're better now, yeah. You're better now. <laughs> okay. 86-year-old Irving Zisman takes a trip from Nebraska to North Carolina to take his 8-year-old grandson, Billy, back to his real father. Yeah, that's pretty much accurate. Uh, I, I'm not a fan of the bad grandpa sketches or, or whatever in I hate uh, Those are always my least favorite parts of all of it. That being said, <clears throat> I enjoyed the crap out of this movie. Uh, I, I thought that there was a lot of fucking funny stuff. There was a lot of just uh, really awkward stuff. Most of the time, if it was just Knoxville by himself or just the kid by himself, it would get a little bit like too awkward almost. Uh, but when they were together, uh, it was... It was just hysterical. Uh, I, I, I hear the pageant scene, which you see a bit in the trailer, in the latest trailer, was was really funny. Uh, pageant scene is uh, really funny. Uh, most of the funny stuff from that you'll see in the trailer, but there are some other uh, bits as well. But that's actually that's like the last thing in the movie. So. Uh, what What do you like better, bad Santa or bad grandpa? Um, or bad teacher? Or bad teacher? I don't think I saw bad teacher. That was what, that was Cameron Diaz or, or bad lieutenant yeah. or Tyler Perry's I can do battle by myself. Or um, Bad Lieutenant, The Port of Call, New Orleans. Uh, I prefer Bad Boys. Or, uh, oh, oh, shit. All right, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, wow. How was that not the most? All right, anyway. Um, I'm just going to give it a uh, Wait, Bad Boys 1 or 2? Oh, God. Uh, the, uh, the first two hours of Bad Boys 2, and uh, then separately the last half hour. All right, fair enough. Uh, yeah, all right. So let's get back on track now with uh, 12 Years a Slave. Um, <laughs> Can we get the rust down? Yes. Yeah, I'll give you the rest down, but on my own free will. Um, <laughs> in the antebellum United States, Solomon Northup, a free black man from upstate New York, is abducted and sold into slavery. Directed by Steve McQueen. Mm-hmm. <sighs> mm. I just saw this today, you guys. Yeah, you did. <clears throat> so, what, what, How what you... do you feel? I'm, I'm sorry. To everyone. <laughs> to everyone. Uh, this was uh, a really, really good movie. Uh, 
incredibly shot, uh, and just the performances are fucking superb all uh, around. Yeah, I, I do have to say, um, there is some casting that like kind of threw me off, like like Paul Giamatti and stuff being in there. And Taron Killam from Terran, Yeah, a little distracting, right? Giamatti was there for like two and a half minutes, though. No, I know, but like that's the point. Like, if, if I feel like he wasn't gonna like bring something to that role, like special. I feel like it was just kind of weird to have him casted there. I feel like this added. movie has a significantly longer cut yeah, than we didn't get because yeah. and because they probably like look you can't keep people in the theater this upset for this long. But it'll be and, on the Criterion DVD for sure. And oh, man, yeah. this movie pulls Blu-ray, sorry, no punches. Nope. Nope. White and people are terrible. Yeah, well, except except so. Canadians. Canadians are alright. Well, yeah. what you think is, like, it's such a stark contrast because like last year we got the you know kind of Disneyfied let's say uh, Lincoln. Uh, and then the kind of crazy power fantasy of Django. Django, and this is like this kind of looks at goes the uh, the exact other way of both those movies. It's like no, this was real, and it was real, 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 real terrible. Yeah, and we're gonna focus on this individual story. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the male agrees. Um, <laughs> it's weird to say that you love a movie like this, but I, I, I mean, I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, I, I um, absolutely did. Top to bottom, because it made me feel like shit, yeah. and that's what it. And that, I mean, that's what he wanted to do, right? Because uh, I read a review, uh, not a review, but an interview with him, and he was like, he was kind uh, Steve McQueen. He was looking for a story like this to tell, and found out that this was actually a true story. Yeah, and was shocked because we always tend to tell like awful stories about like in film about the Holocaust and things like that that happened sure. like overseas, but. Never quite want to cast a light on like shit that we did way right. back. Right. So, yeah, and I, and I, you're one hundred percent right on that. Uh, um, yeah, but much I, like the Holocaust, there's a lot of talk about whether or not this actually happened. <laughs> oh, it, oh God! Like it's still kind of up in the air, right? Uh, what are you eating? At gmail dot <laughs> Peter. Yeah, you can't eat while we talk about 12 Years a Slave. That's like making out during Schindler's List. Wait, is that not um, a good thing to do? My ancestors went through a lot so I can eat while you guys talk about 12 Years a Slave. Pete makes a very... Oh, he, not... he did not. Uh, Pete makes a very uh, loud point, and that's that, you know, uh, his ancestors you know, post-dated all of this stuff, and he feels good about that. No, oh, uh, yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. Yeah. But yeah, uh, well, should we just, can we just put that out there? Yeah. <laughs> the the one scene that kind of uh, sticks out to me, it's not spoiling anything because whatever it happened. Uh, <laughs> is when uh, I get when the uh, the one slave lady is like crying about her kids. Oh yeah. yeah. For like days on end. Yeah. And he's like, shut up, and then starts getting into like how their slave master, played by Benedict Cumberbatch. Just because he's not a terrible man, it doesn't make him a good one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, I thought like uh, seeing stuff like that kind of you don't normally you don't see that a lot because they do in this movie. You do see like the evil slave owner, sure. but I thought it was really interesting to see the one that you know not evil, but I mean, if you're participating in something that's like this, you're not good. Uh, yeah, and I, I thought that was a really, a really you know great thing to to see is to because I feel like there were, if this was made to try to just appeal to a mainstream audience. They probably would have made Benedict Cumberbatch, you know, the Sandra Bullock, you know, yeah. of the movie yeah, exactly. or something like or that. Or Brad Pitt would have had a significantly larger role. Right. Yeah. Uh, but uh, instead, like, 
pretty much every every white guy in this movie, you could just take a big stamp mm-hmm. and just put piece of shit yeah. over them. Like, yeah. I gotta yeah. say, like, is Michael Fassbender just an asshole? Like, I'm beginning to think it's real. Yeah, because I'm like, you, you're a little too good at this role. Yeah. Um, this should just be, like, shame to... McQueen and Fassbender. Still got a lot of keep going. Yeah. yeah, I don't... Uh, no, because if this is... If this is how far they've come in three movies, I don't want to know where they're go- where they're going to end. Yeah, because it can't be any like this is dark. Um, but another thing I liked about the movie is just like the conflicting nature that you sort of feel, knowing like he, you know, twelve years a slave kind of intimates that he gets away. Um, yeah, yeah. But that doesn't that doesn't that doesn't happen to everybody. That's like the extreme exception yeah. to a very wide rule. Right. Uh, yeah. So that shit's, it's great for him, but that sucks for, you know, millions of people. Right, right. Great movie, though. Yeah. It's, 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 yeah, it's, it's, it's an amazing piece of, uh, of work. And, and you know, like, I think you said this, uh, like the other day, Russ, that this is going to be one of those movies that is going to be probably shown to, you know, kids and things like that. Yeah, I think you're going to definitely have to get a permission slip. Yeah. Uh, uh, this is a total permission slip high school movie. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, and as you were just talking about, you know, like how it does, it is implied that, that he gets out of it. I, I think that the, the final scenes where he's trying to acclimate himself back in society are uh, just some of the most powerful acting that he, that, that he had throughout the entire movie. It was incredible. It was intense. Yep. I was not ashamed to admit that I was like a big old bitch in that scene. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that shit is like, I just couldn't. I couldn't. I cannot handle that. Yeah, that was no, that's, totally. That's, that's, that's a good way to put it. It's a good way to put it. You guys want to rate yeah. this? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Alex, yeah. rate it. I, I mean, do I give it? I, I have a five. <laughs> five, absolutely five. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no. That's actually that sounds like a joke. Uh, but I have not been affected by a movie uh, like this watching it in a very long time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Russ, what do you think? Yeah, five. Um, a lot of this, anytime I have, like, a, I've had a spare thought in the last few days, I thought about how sad I was on break. Yeah. So, it's great. Loved it. Crap. Now I have to give it a five, don't I? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shit. All right, five. <laughs> um... Just, I was gonna. I was. I was teetering on four and a half. That's that's where I was. Yeah, I, I was again. I was thinking about it at first for a little while, just because I said, uh, you know, some of that casting. Fuck it, I'm going four and a half. Distracting. Yeah, I could see that. Um, but that that's the only thing I could really think of that would throw me off. Yeah, because uh, there there are a lot of people in this movie. Yeah, there are. Yeah, and I guess yeah. that that is literally my only complaint is that is what Russell was saying before that there probably is a much longer cut that that just uses so much more of like what you only see a glimpse of. Yeah, but yeah. you walk out of that theater and you're like, is it too early? I, I was literally just like, because well, it's like, you know, down the street, street from me, and I was like, it's too early for a beer. <laughs> oh, I got, I had to get, I had to get, a, I had to get sad tacos afterwards. I was drinking during the movie. I made oh. sad mac and cheese. Did that make it worse or better? Oh, I'm not sure. It wasn't great. I'll tell you that much. As long as uh, you didn't have a drinking game to it. <laughs> no, no, I decided I couldn't do that. <laughs> I usually do, but I couldn't do that. Anyway, all right, let's move on. We got one movie left. Uh, it's the big one. We got Thor: The Dark Age. Can we dark, get? Is it the, the Dark Age? Ages? The Dark World. Dark, yeah, world. dark world. I'm sorry. The Dark World. Thor, the Dark World. The Dark World. <laughs> the dark world. Welcome to my world. <laughs> oh wait, I got a, I got a burp. 
Mm. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> but, I'm fine. Okay. Yeah, uh, Thor of the Dark World, directed by uh, Alan Taylor. Faced with an enemy that even Odin and Asgard cannot withstand, Thor must embark on his most perilous and personal journey yet. One that will reunite him with Jane and force him to sacrifice <laughs> everything well, to save Thor. <laughs> Daughter Judy. <laughs> Jane, his wife. Um, so going along with Iron Man 3, this was, a very, this was a very Thor-centric movie, and we really only cared about Thor yeah. and his little group of people. Yeah. Sure. But no matter what the Rust Town sort of makes it seems, this still didn't feel like a big threat. Because nope. it was just so quick. Yeah. Yeah. And so much they had to tell us about the threat right off the bat. Just that starts, it just, just opens with that. Yeah. And, and, just and opens like, with exposition. That's kind of weird. The threat felt very episodic. Yeah. Yet sure. I still somehow like this more than Thor. Uh, I think we said yeah. this before. Like, this is like probably like the exact, I'd say this is the exact middle right now for mm-hmm. me of like Marvel mm-hmm. movies. Mm-hmm. Um, if not... I had to write, it would fall like dead, dead middle. Uh, maybe a little closer to the bottom. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like it's really if not I bad, was thirteen or like twelve or something like that, this would still be you know I would still be like freaking out over like how amazing it was, like just to see a comic book character I liked on screen. But you'd already um, seen Thor and Avengers at this point. Do you think you'd still be that? Probably not. Maybe the luster of would have worn off. Yeah, I think I'd still be pumped. I mean, I'd still definitely be like way more pumped than I was. But I think that afterwards, I still would have been. I- a little bit disappointed, I guess. It's again not a yeah. bad movie. I keep feeling like I have to say that, but no, is by the end of it, you're just sort of left like I don't know, wanting like you, you were never holding your breath the whole time. You're just like, I know what's going to happen. Like, well, I, I think the frustrating part of the Thor movies, mind you, I like them both. Yeah, is <laughs> which, I, it's, it's not it's not you, Thor. It's me. It's, it's me. Yeah. Um, it's it's that. You just had These a lot of movies created probably the best character in the Marvel Cinematic Universe in Loki, and I I feel like that, like they've nailed him so well. He's the best part of the universe to me. Yeah. But they still haven't made a movie that's as on a whole as good as his individual depiction of one character is. Well, it just showed that like Thor himself can't really carry something because he was great in the Avengers as part of that ensemble. Yeah. Uh but like both Thor movies, you just kind of feel like a little like, okay, yeah, there's something there, but it's just not quite Right. No, credit. Chris Hemsworth, I will give it. He's charming, but it, it when you're not he's not like a funny guy or he's he's not like that kind of he's not like a Robert Downey Jr. type who can sort of just like suck all the oxygen out of the room. He's just yeah. a very good looking more charming than your average good-looking guy. And, and without the fish out of water stuff from the first one, they just had to rely more on Cat Dennings uh, mm-hmm. and things like that for humor in this one. That B story yeah. was like almost forgotten throughout most. Of oh the my story. god! And they just—I like how they just said like, "Aubrey Plaza's big right now. Let's kind of make her a little more sarcastic, like that." Yeah. Like you could just yeah. see her just getting, uh, you know, like marketed or whatever, focus grouped. Yeah. Throughout the movie. Oh yeah, she she was focus grouped into this movie hard. Yeah. Uh, Stellan Skarsgård was for focus grouped into this movie. Yeah. Why was he crazy, Pete? Did we uh, know that? Who knows? Because uh, he had somebody in his head. Sure. True. Uh, so does that Levi... mean that Hawkeye is also running around with naked? Of if course. So, sign me up. Oh, good God. 
Um, no, uh, uh, but I was really saying, derailed that, but Alex, uh, I know, I'm sorry. That's Jamie funny. Alexander. Oh yeah, is stupid attractive. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Yeah, Thor is fucking up with Jane. I need to like call him, call him, and like tell him like, dude, Sif. <laughs> Chef, bro, just gonna take him out for a beer and be like, "Dude, yeah. what you doing, man? Dude, not gonna go for bro. that. I will put in a word for me." <laughs> I totally would have. Thor and I were bros, and I'd like yeah. to think we are. Um, <laughs> All right, so so we're we're taking a hit of this beer bong, right? And 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 we're here. We're at the party. We're at the Thor frat party, yep. and uh, I'm like, uh, Thor uh, would be in a frat, totally. Yeah, yeah, of course he would. Uh, so you know we're 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 here at the party and paint you know the scene. Alex paint the scene. I'm painting the scene for you and and I'm just doing a keg stand using my my hammer and stuff. You're Thor. Powers. Yeah, I'm Thor. Okay. Why not? No, all right, fine. Can't work with a hammer. Sure, I don't know. Fine, <laughs> You're, I'm fired. And I'm Heimdall. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Why is Heimdall going for that shit? Seriously, you'll get there. I'm the whole get... gun of this conversation. No. Come like, back from Vanaheim or wherever he's from. Do you think that Zachary Levi's character, do you think they ever had a thing? He's like the latest. No. I think he made his He's whip. too much of a Lothario for Sif's tastes. Mm. Mm-hmm. She's a woman, you know? She needs a man. All right, well, Pete, what do you think all the Warriors 3, <laughs> that stuff? I still don't. Really weird. I, I, I think getting rid of Hogan at the beginning was really weird. Um, I think Zachary Levi was too big of a face for that role, especially since it's he's taking over for someone. Right. Yes. I feel, I feel bad for that. Like, and not like Don Cheadle taking over for Terrence Howard. We know both of those. Right. But you don't know who Zachary Levi's predecessor was. Dude. Josh Dallas. <laughs> Got you okay. there. Uh-huh. But I'm also weird. I, I, I still, it still annoys me that Volstag is, isn't that fat. Yeah. I want my bull stag. So that's why you're you're actually picketing this movie. Oh yeah. <laughs> stop. Honestly, though, stop taking roles away from fat actors. Stevenson. Um, like you can't you can't have Volstag be portrayed by the same guy who was the Punisher in another film. Yeah. I think they proved you wrong. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Okay. <laughs> um, All right. Do you guys want to rate this? Or Firefly and GI Joe. <laughs> Uh, um, Russ. Yeah, I'll give it three and a half. It was enjoyable. Uh, my girlfriend liked it because Thor showed his back muscles. And um, oh yeah, no, that was me. I was talking about that Monday. Oh right, that was you. Sorry. <laughs> oh, uh, girlfriend Peter, same thing. Uh, and Loki is great. He needs yeah, to he's... just be in all of the movies. Uh, Alex, what do you think? Uh, you know, I actually got a. We're going to Yahtzee again with this. Uh, Are we? Because I'm going to give this three I didn't and a half. Because, yeah. Uh, Man, calling that a little early. You know, I am. Also. Uh, you know Tiggs likes to half down us. <laughs> yeah, and now I definitely uh, Well, do. I'm going to say, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm calling it super early. Calling it right now. Okay. Uh, so, uh, I actually, I, I liked it. I think sometimes you could feel people phoning it in, especially Natalie Portman. Mm-hmm. I feel like she did not want to be there. Uh, I thought some of the action was uh, a lot of fun. I, I thought Chris Rexton, for the most part, did okay. Um, I wish he got a little bit more development. Uh, but, again, Loki steals the show, uh, and he makes it a lot of fun. So uh, definitely worth it if you're into these movies. Pete, what did everyone give it? Three and a half. Uh, three. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm going to echo Peter and give it a three. Uh, 
Yeah, that's right. That's to spite me, isn't it? A little bit. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. Pete, was it just to spite Alex? Uh, no. Oh. oh. Uh, but okay, not giving anything away. But uh, with the the teaser in there, are you guys? Does that make you guys excited for Marvel Universe going forward? Well, it doesn't give anything away because it is just a teaser. It's not. Yeah. It's nothing about the end of the film, but they show Benicio del Toro as the collector. Yeah. From the upcoming Guardians of the Galaxy. Which I think that already in that one little scene, which was directed by James Gunn, just had such a different feel, yeah, and a different tone and a whole different style that I just cannot wait for that movie. Yep, I I agree. I think that make it's going to be fun. Um, but I think for hey. this one, they, they they did right by having you know a guy that does Game of Thrones and stuff like that. Uh, also, I gotta say, Asgard yeah. uses projectiles very inconsistently for being like a cyber Viking race. Like, they have guns on their turrets. Why not use guns in battle? Just right. saying. It's me. All right. And, um, but, yeah, that uh, with the uh, teaser for um, Guardians, if they mail that movie and it's successful, there's nothing that Marvel can do. Yeah. Because uh, I think it's such an obscure <laughs> or, you know, a, a S.H.I.E.L.D. show that I actually like. Um, but I still watch. Uh, but, yeah, <laughs> they, if they can mail Boom. Guardians of the Galaxy, then and actually make it successful. They can make anything. Yeah. Uh, what did you guys think about the final credit scene? I thought that could have been played for a much larger laugh. Yeah. That was just pretty shallow for the most part. I don't know. Yeah. I did like seeing that many people sitting in the seats still. Like, they know now, all right, Marvel movies don't end until they end. And yeah. People know that. They got, yeah, they've all read. Did anybody see it in IMAX so they got the five-minute Captain America trailer or no? Oh, shit. Oh, no. Didn't even know about that. I didn't, yeah, I didn't know about that either. Yeah, there's a five-minute like uh, Captain America trailer playing in front of the IMAX uh, prints. Nice. That looks really good. Yeah, I'm excited yeah. for that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Alex, what did you think of Escape Plan? Escape Plan? Yeah. I, I think it's one of the years finest. You can find us on the web at moviemoviepodcast.com. <laughs> you can find us on Twitter at Movie Movie PC. You can email us your thoughts, comments, complaints, just bitch about Alex, or send in your fake Movie Fridays to moviemoviepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, and you can rate us on iTunes by searching for The Priest and the Beekeeper, which is our improv comedy troupe's name. Uh, we have a show the third Thursday of every month at Long Island City's The Creek in the Cave. This month it is on November 21st at 8 o'clock. Come on out. We invite some stand-ups. We invite some improv troops. It's our four-year anniversary show, which is crazy. Uh, we do the show with our good friend and stand-up, Zach Broussard. Uh, $5 Tecate and shots. You can't beat it. Come on down. It's going to be fun. Thank you guys for being here with me. Let's do this again sometime soon on the Movie Movie Podcast. I'm saying $4 Tecate and shots. I believe it. Deuces.